Time for another TED Talk. Welcome back to day seven. So starting off, I think I will give a little bit of an update of how the dogs are doing together, because as I mentioned, Weston is now back with us. So the boys have really settled in together. They were a little bit manic, a little bit crazy to begin with, but that's to be expected. Like They're two dogs, they like to play. Even though there is an age difference between them, they are playing really well and they are getting a little bit better with sort of having a cuddle and just being a bit quiet as well, which is really good. I was kind of dreading the fact that they wouldn't get on well together. I've got an older dog, as I said, and the problem with older dogs is they get very set in their ways and their routine and Ted's come in and he's upset Weston's entire routine, even down to the basics of trying to synchronise their feeding times. But no, they've done really well. And like I said, they're having a play, they're having a cuddle. That's really good. They're also making a bit of mischief. You'll probably hear one of them in the background. So if you leave them alone for, for two minutes and don't pay any attention to them and you go upstairs, then you hear a bit of a bang or something like that or a bark because they're winding each other up or playing a little bit rough, which is fine. Like There's, there's no harm in it. I like them to just be relaxed and they know where the limit is because I've stepped in and said, OK, that's enough. So as long as they have that boundary, they know what is and what isn't acceptable. So if we go on to walk one, this was a route that we did last week, but not one of the regular ones. So with this, it was raining once again, we got wet once again. But the focus of this one was to go down a high street of shops, a little bit of a quieter time. So it wasn't sort of peak time where people would be moving around. It was sort of mid morning. The aim of this walk was to incorporate a little bit more technical work with encouraging Ted to not go into every single shop, try and keep him focused, more of a built-up area, more traffic. Ultimately, this is something that he is going to have to do every day on my work commute, so I need to make sure that he is absolutely comfortable with this and he's not going to try and drag me into a cafe every single time. He needs to have that boundary in place and we're trying to reinforce that I am in control and there will be a time where we will want to go to a cafe or a pub or something like that but he needs to know that that's when I tell him it's okay not an assumption so that's what we were working on today he didn't do a poop which is good he did it before we went which is fantastic he was nice and empty so the last two instances we're just going to write them off hopefully this is just going to be the same going forwards Ted was really good on the walk, stayed really focused, no issues at all, not really any distractions either. We did more crossings, which he's really good with. He gets a reward whenever he finds like the button for the controlled crossing, so he's really up for finding those buttons every single time. After the walk, we did a couple of input sessions, so we came back to the house, sat down, and we chatted through various directions, a bit more advanced directions. Some of this stuff I haven't done yet, and uh, this afternoon I did do a few of them, but it was more along the lines of how do you deal with traffic if you make a mistake, and how do you deal with stairs in, in a busy area, and how do you deal with obstacles on the curb, which we did later today, and I'll get on to that. So nice and relaxed, had a cup of coffee, went through all these, signed them all off, I think there's still a fair few more of these to go. I think, although we've done a lot of them, there's a lot of guidance here. And like I said, these are just sort of standardizations from Guide Dog's head office. And there were a few sort of exceptions where we did discuss, like myself and the instructor saying, well, yes, this is true, but 
they are omitting a few details which you should really do this and really do this because they're not so much that's correcting the information it was more adding on to it and saying yes but information it doesn't say look at traffic for example it's like okay you need to do this and this and this but then in the paperwork it doesn't say outright firstly check to make sure there's no traffic because that's going to be your first check and you can't really do the rest of the stuff before checking that anyway so walk number two we covered something called off-curb obstacles so this was something we went through during the inputs just before lunch the idea behind this is if there's something on the pathway, so it could be a bin, it could be just street furniture, usually it's a car. I, I will say that people parking on the pavement is the worst thing that they can do as far as sort of motorists are concerned, well, other than sort of like running people over. But as far as a guide dog user is concerned, parking on the pavement is a nightmare because it forces guide dog owners to go into the road. And on some roads, that's just not possible. And there's some areas around here where drivers are very prone to doing this and i get it i get it people want to park near their house or their business and stuff like that but there are some times where they will park and it's just really not convenient and there's parking spaces 10 20 meters away and it's purely because of laziness they just can't be bothered and i, I know some people will say oh well maybe those spaces weren't available when they parked but not if I go past five of them. I fail to believe that, okay, there's going to be a chance that happens, but I fail to believe that all five places were taken. It just seems to be a convenience thing a lot of the times. So, of course, if there is an obstacle in the way, the dog has to be able to deal with this. So they have to identify that there's something in the way, communicate that to me, and then we have a technique for getting around it. So this is what we did this afternoon. The guide dog instructors set up basically an obstacle course we did a very quiet route and we did a very staged obstacle course where ted was encouraged to just keep going forwards and then he had to do all the things he'd been trained to do to let me know that that obstacle is there so that i can work him around it which does involve going into the road but because it's a quiet area there wasn't really much of an issue ted was really good with this he was a little bit rusty on some of them so depending on what side of the road you are on it's a little bit trickier for the dog so when he was closest to the road he found it a little bit trickier to do to let me know about but after doing it a few times he settled in uh, they did say that he hasn't done it for a while for a few months at least because it's not something that they want us to be doing all the time it's sort of a last resort if you have no other options this is something that you can do even then they don't advise it in certain situations ted was fantastic with it like i said no real issues other than sort of hesitation with a few of them we then extended this little obstacle course to incorporate the walk back from the supermarket that i did yesterday and last week again we're just trying to reinforce this route into ted's mind so that he gets a little bit more familiar with what he's supposed to do it's less of a guesswork for him he's getting more reinforcement that this is what we're doing this is where we're going so the hope is at least on my part that although i'm not qualifying for a few weeks guide dogs they can sign off various routes for you to just get on with and sort of practice so the hope is because we're doing this they may be intending on giving me a harness so that i can do this route a bit more regularly which will be good because it means that i'm less in the house and i can get out and about with ted and sort of incorporate that route into my daily back and forth especially when i go back to work and i might not be able to do a guide dog's visit in a day it'll be nice to incorporate this sort of route into my daily lunchtime or whatever i'm doing to give ted a bit of practice give me an opportunity to go out and get some bits and bobs 
So on the whole, really good day. It was a bit, the weather, I want the weather to settle down a bit. It's getting a little bit crazy. I'm not getting sick of it, but it's annoying when you do get soaked first thing in the morning and then you've got to change. And it's, I'm going through too many clothes, to be honest. They do say get some waterproofs, but I'm not getting some waterproofs. Like that's, that's not me. But like I said, really good day. Looking forward to tomorrow. I think as a teaser, we're doing a bus tomorrow. I think we're doing a bit of public transport. Again, ramping up the skills that we're doing so that I can start doing a commute. So I think once we've done the buses, we're more likely to be going into the city, which is where I want to be, building up sort of that environment, that busy environment, and really seeing what Ted can do when he's under pressure because he's had it easy up to this point, to be fair. And so have I. I've had it easy as well. It'd be good to see what he's like when he is in an environment where there's a lot of commuters, there's a lot of noise and there's music and all sorts of things and different smells and shops because that's where he's going to be, especially considering I have to go through the city to get to work. And that was day seven. So hopefully you look forward to hearing tomorrow about the buses and how we get on with those. I think it's going to be fine. To be honest, Ted has not surprised me with any weird habits or tricks up to this point, and I don't expect that to change. Not not yet, anyway, unless we're doing something that he hasn't done before, and he's aware of buses and he knows how to use them. So, until tomorrow, see ya. For more updates, videos, and photos, join us on Instagram at Wes and Ted's Excellent Adventures. <laughs>